Hello, all sentient beings, and welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk all news, comics, and media related to V. On this episode, we have solicits for August 2022, including an exclusive that's not so surprising. We talk about some cameos in a recent Disney movie, and we review the penultimate issue of War's End. Today is Friday, May 27th, 2022, and this is episode 287 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that recommends having your baby listen to transmissions during this baby formula shortage. Our show is loaded with everything a growing baby needs. I'm your host, Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Echo. Hey, how's it going? And Mike, the amazing and awesome producer. Hello, everybody. Let's talk Transformers. Yeah, I got to do the line. There you go. <laughs> All right. And we're going to start off the show this week by talking about our Donatrions, because we always start off the show by talking about our Donatrions, and they are the best. We love our Donatrions. Uh, if you would like to become our Donatrion, it's really easy. Uh, just go to transmissionspodcast.com and go and click on uh, support, and you can uh, join our Donatrions over there. Uh, if you don't want to be a, uh, a Donatrion, but you still want to support the show, you can also support us on PayPal. Uh, but you don't have to. Uh, you can just listen for free because that's uh, what podcasts are about. Um, but uh, you get some benefits by being a Donatrion as well, like, uh, uh, you know, access to what listening to us, on, on, you know, live, like uh, some people are doing right now. And uh, uh, automatic entry into contests which is uh, something that we are going to uh, talk about real soon um, in a minute. But uh, first, we're going to uh, mention another uh, cool thing that uh, Donatrions get access to. Uh, the uncut version of Empire of Rust, episode 77, The Spark Awaken, part two, uh, which uh, the uncut version is exclusive to Donatrions, and it will be out on Monday, June 6th. Uh, Mike, since you're here, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about uh, The Spark Awaken? Part two, uh, anything, uh, you know, people want to know about this one going in? Don't spoil well, it. I'm not. Don't worry. We're going to be wrapping up the chapter for the, the Vault of Stars with uh, this two-parter. Uh, and if uh, if a, there's a new listener out there who wants to start, uh, we are in the middle of season two. But you know what? It's still a good jumping on point, And there will be a little bit of exposition, a little bit of backstory at the start of the next episode, which is a great jumping on point for those ever elusive new listeners named Daryl. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's my name. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, all right. Like, you know, it's funny how these seems, things worked out. Seems fairly targeted advertising here. <laughs> Does this character have a Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> in our, in our ideal you know, target market. Yeah. Yeah. He has a Twitter. Uh, also it, primarily lives, primarily lives in Canada. Huh? Hey, Daryl, you Whoa. have Twitter and you live in Canada. This is nuts. This show is made for you. <laughs> Seems like it. That's, that's crazy. That's wild. All right. Well, maybe, maybe I'll have to have somebody check it out for me and tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely played. Uh, all right, we are uh, gonna roll into our uh, our 
contest that we talked about last week. This thing, we got into her fast and we're getting out of her fast. So if you uh, are listening to us late or you've been kind of hoarding, hoarding our episodes and uh, listening to them, you know, in, in a bunch, then you missed out. Uh, but uh, you didn't miss out if you're a Donatrion. So our Donatrions get added, uh, get automatically in, entered into all of our contests. And uh, you were able to enter this contest by uh, entering it through a link that uh, we tweeted out on our on our Twitter page and uh, probably some of our other stuff too, but uh, it was definitely out on Twitter. I saw it there. Um, so we're going to do a drawing for the Transformers Humble Bundle that uh, came out through IDW, uh, came out last week. We talked about it on the show and uh, we're going to do that right now. So uh, Jeremy, why don't you take it away? All right. Uh, one second, getting the everything here. Computer, are you ready? I'm ready when you are. All right. Because we, we forgot to test this before the show. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have 85 people here in this spreadsheet. So um, that includes Donatrions and people who fill out the form. And computer, give me a random number between 1 and 85. Here's a number between 1 and 85. It's 54. 54. That would be... I think this person is not eligible. I'm sorry, Mike. (laughs) But that was you. Why the hell am I in the list? (laughs) (laughs) If I can't win... (laughs) You're a Donatrion. We we thank you for your your support, but I think, you know, we should pick someone else. We got to toss it out. I'm sorry, Mike, you, uh, you are awesome and you get to be on the show and you are pretty, pretty good at doing everything. Uh, but, uh, uh, not eligible. Damn. I, damn. I could have used those stickers too. Like, give me my fix. <laughs> this, wasn't, this isn't toy hack. This is the no, this humble is bundle. Humble bundle. <laughs> uh, I could have used some stickers All right. too. <laughs> All right. Well, let's try this again. Well, thankfully I, uh, I, probably have most of these digitally already so i don't feel that bad about it you need to be more if you need to borrow 20 bucks let me know <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so we're gonna do this again same numbers but your chances are of it hitting mike again are pretty low one in so, 85 yeah computer give me a random number between one and 85 Here's a number between 1 and 85. It's 28. That is not Mike. 28. Would have been hilarious if it went to 54 again. (laughs) It is Marion, our friend in the UK. I'm not sure if she's still doing her podcast, but. Oh, very good. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, we're going to have to double check and make sure that she can use this uh, in the UK. But. you know, if she uh, if she can't, then uh, then we'll 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 figure out a way to uh, to use this because we yeah we bought this to We've give away so it. yeah so we'll we'll yeah. do something but yeah we'll uh, we'll we'll get this out to uh, Marion and uh, if she can't use it then we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll do something with it. You got right a backup got winner, Marion, right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yeah. So very cool, very cool, awesome. All right. Um, all right, moving on. We're going to do some, some comics news now. 
All right. And we got a lot of comics news this week. Holy smokes. It's like they've been saving it up for something. Um, so what we got here is, uh, a bunch of, uh, covers and we, uh, we're going to do the covers first and then we're going to do the, uh, the other stuff, uh, afterwards. So what we've got here is, uh, last spot standing, uh, issue number three, we got cover artwork for the RI cover, which is from EJ Sue. Uh, and then we've got, uh, cover artwork for last spot standing issue number four, uh, by Saren stone. Uh, this is the C cover. So each one of these issues is getting a bunch of covers. So I think issue five has six or sorry, issue, issue one has six covers. So, um, yeah, that's a bunch. Um, this also may be, uh, last spot standing. This also may be the first time, um, Saren stone has, uh, has been back on a transformers book since, uh, the Windblade series. Um, yeah. so yeah, this is, um, this is interesting to see, to see them back. So yeah, uh, very cool. Uh, more cover artwork. This is for Transformers Fate of Cybertron. And this is two pieces of uh, cover artwork. This is for uh, Angel Hernandez and Alex Milne. Uh, cover B, Angel Hernandez does cover B, and Alex Milne is doing the RI cover. Um, I feel like we've seen these before because I know I've seen these for quite some time. They've been part of the uh, the app I use for my uh, for collecting my comics. Uh League of uh, Comic Geeks is what I use. It's a free app and I love it. Um, but this uh, cover artwork, both of these have been part of, uh, like have been available in in that app for quite some time. Um, and then uh, the cover A uh, arrived uh, later on in the week. And, and this is from Nick Brokenshire. Um, so for the same book, Fate of Cybertron. So yeah, very cool. These are some very cool yeah. images. And uh, they're yeah. like knocking it apart with these, you know, final series and stuff. Yeah. And it looks like they're, they're uh, spreading the love too. Like, you know, if you've worked on transformers, you know, at any, at all during, uh, you know, the time that IDW's had the license, you know, come on back. You want to do a cover, you know, cool. Get in on it. Um, the, uh, the, the next, uh, thing we've got, we've got a little bit of cover artwork as well. Um, this is for beast wars. And this is for issue number 17. And this is by um, Kelly Dang. And uh, this is a cover, uh, the RI cover. Yeah, the RI cover. So, yeah, very cool. Um, and uh, we uh, believe, I believe the uh, finale of, of Beast Wars is number 18. So it's uh, it's coming up pretty quick. Um, the, um, uh, we got uh, a couple stories that came out this week. Uh, one being that, uh, well, first off, before we get into the stories, I wanted to mention, we got solicitations for August, uh, for our IDW's comics and, uh, and they are, uh, not much. So yeah. So August, 2022, uh, contains shattered glass two, number one. And last spot standing number four. Um, Jeremy, do you recall is number four, last spot standing number four, is that the last of the series or does it go to five? 
I believe this is four. I mean, this is the last one. The last one. That's what I thought as well. Okay, so that would be the last, the end of that. But it's also the beginning of Shattered Glass Two, number one. So what? Um, they're doing an, another Shattered Glass. What exactly? So the the next story we have here is something that that I definitely pointed out this week is because uh, uh who CBR dot com uh mentioned it as they had an exclusive from IDW or Hasbro or whoever the hell gave them an exclusive saying that shattered glass was coming back in a sequel series. And yeah, we fucking know, like we've known this for a while. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I mentioned this and I said that, you know, when I tagged Jeremy in the Twitter post that I kind of said, yeah, yeah, we, we get, we know. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, this is starting in August as confirmed by the solicitations. Um, Jeremy, what did you think when you saw this? Obviously. I mean, you know, obviously I was surprised. I, I'd forgotten that this was happening. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I was happy <laughs> to see the August date. You know, we kind of figured it was going to be around August, but, um, I, I like that it's the same team you know, got that consistency. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. Cause I, I was pleasantly surprised with, you know, the first one. Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, now were you surprised that CBR is claiming exclusivity to this, uh, announcement? I mean, you know, in, in our conversations on Twitter, uh, you know, you know, that website, Twitter, I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, in our conversations there with, you know, us and, um, Ant from TFU info, uh, it's, I think even Danny Lore commented on it, uh, the writer. Um, but you know, Hasbro, when we had that zoom call, they, they were like, you know, it should have been clear, you know, in the, in the descriptions of these figures, we're like, it's not in there, but you know, so they, they basically confirmed it to us but we didn't have the exclusive information that it was going to be coming out in August, <laughs> you know, with all these quotes that the article had. So right. they exclusively had that information, but the announcement, I mean, that it's, I hate it when they do that. IGN does it for the toys. Hasbro will give them quote exclusives of toys. We already know are coming out. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. I, I think it's, it's dumb. It's bad writing on the journalist side, you're, you're basically just regurgitating a, a press release, you know, at, at the very least stop overusing the word exclusively. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's probably my, my biggest problem with it is the word, like when you overuse a word, like exclusively, it, it loses all meaning. Just say, you know, IDW has, you know, is announcing this. We can confirm all this information, whatever. I don't know, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the book though. Yeah, right on. So just moving on with the, uh, the, the rest of the comic news here, uh, IDW put out a, uh, creator spotlight interview and they've done a few of these lately, but, uh, this is one. Um, they're hosted by Sam Maggs, who's their, uh, social correspondent they're calling. And, you know, 
you often forget that, uh, she's a writer as well. Um, and, uh, you know, decent writer for, for, you know, for what matters there, but, uh, they've, they've turned her into a bit of a PR person as well. So, um, but, uh, she did this interview with Nick Roche about, uh, about last spot standing. And, uh, you can see the video of the conversation here. It, uh, it's only about eight minutes or eight and a half minutes long. Uh, it's not, not real intensive, but it's, it does, uh, they do talk about, uh, you know, last spot standing and, and, and what, uh, you know, what the, the series is going to be about a bit. So they don't really get into too much, you know, they really don't want to spoil anything, but uh, check it out if you want to there. Um, did, uh, Mike, did you check this uh, interview out? I have not. I am depending on you to summarize it for me. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to summarize it. It's only eight minutes long, but it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's uh, just about the, uh, you know, the series and, and it just, uh, you know, the last Autobot kind of thing. It's, it's, you know, and we, we talked about it a bit. I think it was last week, maybe the week before, because Nick Roche had a, an FAQ through his Twitter about, uh, about the series and, and kind of, uh, um, what was it? Uh, um, uh, yeah. What was his, it was like dark Knights returns, um, Hulk, Hulk, the end. And, uh, um, shoot. It was the Wolverine one. I can't even remember. Um, the, old man, Logan, old man, Logan. I was I thinking last stand Logan. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> old man, Logan. So, um, yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, so it's a combination of all those three stories. It's, it's the closest comparison. So there you go. That's a, that's a quick little elevator pitch for it. Um, Jeremy, did you watch it? I have not had a chance to watch it yet. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm so on board with the series. I, I try to avoid a lot of interviews with creators because I, I just want to enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll probably watch it after the series. Okay. Or maybe cool. we can get Nick and try to talk to him again because he's always fun. Yes, I think we should definitely try to get Nick on. Nick's a a great guy, and we've uh, we've had a lot of opportunities to talk to him over the years, and uh and even eat breakfast with him uh so yeah mm-hmm. i would uh i would love to a chance to uh to chat with nick again um moving on to the last piece of uh comics news we got uh don figueroa joined twitter uh a week ago or so and uh yeah you know we've talked about twitter on here it's you know it's a, a very small social media platform that uh, many people aren't aware of i you know i'm on it it's uh you know it's pretty cool but uh, um, so Don Figueroa joined Twitter and recently um, tossed up a bunch of unpublished uh, concept art for his time over at the Dreamwave Transformers versus G.I. Joe comic. And this stuff is bonkers. So, yeah, you can take a look at some of this stuff and just see what uh, what he was kind of throwing out there to see where you know, um, the ideas that they were tossing around there for, for this GI Joe, you know, comic, uh, with the uh, transformers and the, the crossover there, there's, these are all, it was a world war two, uh, era comic, uh, apparently. Um, 
and they have Ironhide, Prowl, Megatron. Uh, Megatron was a Luger pistol. Uh, Soundwave, Ratchet, Starscream, Ravage, and Laser. Soundwave is a rotary phone. Who is? Sorry. <laughs> Soundwave is a rotary phone. That's that is fantastic. kind of awesome. Um, so, Ra- Ravage and Laserbeak are grenades. <laughs> One time use <laughs> robots. Um, and Wendell's Optimus- not all that different. One time, uh, Optimus Prime is a, uh, what is it? A dragon wagon. Um, and it's a transfer. He said it's a transformation based on the GoBots Road Ranger. And, uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, Silverbolt, Skywarp, and Thundercracker, Superion, Shockwave, um, Hound, and the Compaticons. So, very cool. This is, this is just nutso stuff. I love it. Um, and, uh, you know, some of third party companies are looking at this thinking, oh, we can take some of this and, you know, and turn it into, you know, some some crazy, you know, wild third party stuff. So, yeah, this is this is really neat. Um, yeah, I'm into this for sure. These are these are cool. Well, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this? I, I love this. I, I really didn't realize that I needed to see some good 1940s vehicle transformation. But, you know, thing, things like Prowl turning into that kind of wagon, like 1940s wagon, is just, it looks great. Uh, I just, I'm on board with a lot of these, even the wacky ones like Soundwave and um, Ravage and Laserbeak turning into grenades. I mean, how does that work? <laughs> Are they just like <laughs> sacrificing themselves for the you know, the greater good or, or they mm. just kind of to freak people out. But yeah, the, these look really cool. I would love to see these in like, um, physical form. I, I think that'd be great. Hmm. There's one here that, so hound is exactly the same. <laughs> he's still, <laughs> he's still G one hound. He's the last. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's the last, and he's got a little note saying, no change with form. <laughs> he's exactly <laughs> the same. He's still the yeah. exact same freaking Jeep he was in G1. I, mean, I, I love I think it. Technically, Hound is probably more of a Vietnam-era Jeep, but yeah. there wasn't that much change. Uh, that's hilarious. Mike, what are what are your thoughts here? These are, are really badass, and I really love like all of this stuff. And I, I agree with you. I didn't realize that I needed this in my life but you know what i'm there for it i'm there for it i will kind of echo you a little bit with the the grenade comment though jeremy that does seem a little a little strange (laughs) uh one-time use sure that's it reminds me of the the guy from um more than me ci the that k-class like bomb character whatever his name was i don't Uh, know yeah, part of the the Ravagers. Yeah, if Charles was here, if Charles oh, were here, oh. he'd know. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He was like defective bomb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, can't remember his name. Yeah, Fulcrum. That's what it was. Fulcrum. Fulcrum. Uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of of like him a little bit. It's like how's how is is a grenade supposed to work? But I think in the end, I mean, it, it's just like concept artwork for it, so it's not meant to be 
real. It's not meant to be realistic. It's just meant to be like, hey, what kind of badass, crazy, off the wall shit can we come up with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just miss Don Figaro art in general. I'll mm-hmm. agree with that. Definitely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, part of the appeal of this to me is I love Don Figaro's art as well, and I look at this. And you can see in the robot modes that he's worked out the transformations as well for a lot of these. And he's even, some of them have even got arrows to say, okay, well this will flip here and this will flip there and this will flip here. And then you've got your, you know, your, your transformation and you look at it and it's, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I see it, you know? So yeah, I, He's he's brilliant. He's worked it all out. These grenade ones, Ravage and Laserbeak, they're simple, but you look at their 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 robot modes and they still they still look like like Ravage looks amazing in his in his, you know, robot mode. But you can see the the grenade there. Like you can you can follow along with his arrows and 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 say, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, I can totally see how this would all fold up into a, a little egg. So yeah, Don Don's got it figured out. I, I'm very no, impressed I, with I this. I love stuff. that laser beak he says it's based off of an old microman toy. Oh. Cool. Oh. Very cool. Anyway, I wanted to just mention this because, you know, Don's awesome and uh you know having him on on twitter now is just uh you know if you're not following don figaro on twitter you need to follow don figaro on twitter he's he's going to be posting a bunch of stuff i'm sure of it and uh it's just it's fantastic to to be able to see all this old stuff i'm delight now he he is sketchy fig s k e t c h y f i g and that well that's going to do it for comics news and we're going to move on to our review. All right. We are reviewing Transformers Wars End number three, which was written by Brian Ruckley, art by Jack Lawrence, colors by John Paul Bove, color assists by Ed Peary, letters by Jake Kim Wood, editor is Riley Farmer, supervising editors are David Marriott and Tom Waltz. So we have three covers. Uh, the first one is kind of a, a propaganda style poster with like Megatron ordering the um, like all of the um, all of the jets to attack and they're all flying. This is by Sebastian Perez. Uh, we have a really, really, uh, I don't know, the angry looking sunstorm uh, on cover B. This is by Susan Margovich. And then the RI cover is um, uh, um, Devastator being taken over by Exarchon, who is in his uh, Death Source form. And this is by Joanna LaFuente. So, uh, Mike, let's start with you. Which one of the covers would be your pick this week? Uh, Sebastian's cover, uh, cover A. Actually, I really like. I I do love that art style and like the kind mm-hmm. of propaganda post to kind of like, like look to it. I really dig that. I will say that um, 
uh, who was it? Uh, cover B, Sue, Suzanne's? Susan. Susan. Uh, I will say that one does come in a close second, though. I really do like the look of it. The nice, you know, clean lines and, and just nicely drawn part of it. But uh, the content on cover A is what's uh, really getting me. Yeah, that would be a good poster on the wall. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, uh, Daryl, how about you? Yes, these are some nice uh, covers, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, I think I bought cover A, um, but I'm looking at it, and I think I like I think I like B better. Uh, I'm looking at Susan's mm. cover, and and I I think I just yeah I think uh, I think cover B is is probably the the better of the three here. Um, I like cover. The RI one as well, but uh, there's, I mean, I just like the uh, the 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 anger in 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 B. It's 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 yeah. pretty cool. I like it a lot. It kind of it kind of brings um, Scarlet Witch vibes from for sure the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Cool. Well, I I agree. They're all good this week, uh, but. I have long been partial to the the propaganda style uh, posters and, and covers, so I think I'm going to join Mike in going with cover A. There we go. I think that that would just look great, blown up, you know, sold as a print on the wall. I, I think that's just awesome. All right, and so this issue takes place before Transformers 43, which we reviewed last week um if i had realized that i read them out of order if i had realized that we probably would have done that this before that but uh it is what it is the battle is on in the sonic canyons with an alliance between six shot and his decepticons pyromagnet and her autobots and cyclonus against exarchon his skywarp drones and the combaticons in the middle of this battle, Jumpstream arrives with news about Devastator for Pyromagna, just as Exarchon appears and slams Pyra to the ground. Sunstreaker yells at Jumpstream that she can't be here, but Jumpstream replies that there is something worse on the way. Then she leaps onto Death Source's back to let Pyra have an opening to blast Exarchon and drive him away for the moment. Jumpstream takes this break to warn Pyra about Devastator. Then she sees Swift and remembers that in her trip to the future, Swift told her that Cyclonus had died here in the canyons. Looking around, she sees Onslaught holding Cyclonus at gunpoint, and reflexively she teleports through Cyclonus, catching Onslaught off guard and possibly changing the future by saving Cyclonus. Outside the canyon, Team Stream watches the retreat as they feel the ground shaking. Before they realize what's going on, they see Devastator walking into the canyons. Inside his laboratory, Shockwave is talking with the other form of Exarchon when he's asked about the shielded tube in the lab that's holding Sunstorm. Exarchon is salivating at the prospect of inhabiting such a powerful body, but Shockwave won't let him because he knows that Sunstorm's body is just too dangerous. As Exarchon begins to rebuke Shockwave for disobeying, Rage runs in to let him know that Megatron has arrived and demands to speak with Exarchon. Deep within the hidden base, Zetar, Point Blank, and SureShot are watching Exarchon's Deathsaurus form meet with Soundblaster. As they watch Soundblaster confirm that the, the drill status is fully functional, 
Trishot says that they have to do something, even if it means sacrificing themselves. Outside the canyon, Trishot and Pyromagna are debating their options while Windcharger sits down and talks with Jumpstream. She says that her powers seem to be enhanced. She's jumping faster and further, and she can feel the unspace much more than before. Looking at all these groups from a distance, Cyclonus's ghosts are discussing the prospect of Cyclonus sacrificing himself to take out Exarchon once and for all. While inside the canyons, Exarchon is marveling at the sight of an actual combiner. Elsewhere, his other body has defied Shockwave by releasing Sunstorm just as Megatron is arriving. Shockwave urges Exarchon to return Sunstorm to his tube. Exarchon then threatens to turn Megatron into his latest iteration which doesn't go over very well, and Megatron fires his fusion cannon straight into Exarchon's chest, sending him back into Sunstorm, who melts the bot. The threat mitigated for the moment, Megatron orders Sunstorm to be put back into his tube, then he orders Skywarp to go and find out whatever he can about the secrets here in the canyons, and then return what he finds to him. At the base of the Sonic Canyons, Exarchon feels the loss of his other body, but then he looks at the opportunity before him and he tries to take over Devastator. To be continued. So uh, I think this was a fun book. This is um, lots of action. Things are happening. Um, I'm happy that we're finally at this point where, you know, every panel seems to have some, you know, more weight to it than in previous issues of this series and the other series. It's awesome seeing Devastator, especially the scale that Jack Lawrence draws Devastator at. I mean, in one panel, you see him walking by just dwarfing all the other characters on the panel. Like you, you don't even see more than Devastator's waist. Um, so th- this is, this was a fun book. I thought the art was good. Jack is knocking it out of the park. Um, JP and Ed Perry did great on all the colors. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. I, I I don't know why I'd never considered that Xarcom would try to take over Devastator, and that that is a terrifying uh, terrifying thought. But um, Mike, let's start again with you. Uh, what were your thoughts on the book? Mixed, a little bit mixed. So I'll start off with the the artwork, which I really enjoyed. Mike? Everything is yes. Mike, you're on mute. No, I'm not on mute. You muted me. I didn't. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> mixed. I'm kind of mixed on the book. At this point, I would actually. I, I'm starting to agree with Daryl a little bit, where there's not enough action. And normally, I don't have any problem with like info dump issues. I, I don't have problem with exposition or, or whenever you you add lore to the universe. But they're not doing that right now. They're not adding lore or anything. They're just talking about what's about to happen. But they're not actually. They, there's no actual combat really started here. I mean, the only action that I really saw out of the book was uh, was Jumpstream, you know, kicking like Cyclonus out of the way and uh uh. Exarchon trying to take over Devastator Spark. Other than that, there's 
you know, a lot of talking. And considering that there's like one more issue in this mini and then what, one more issue out of the ongoing? Yeah. It, this. Well, one more issue. The ongoing is done. Ah, gotcha. So just a wrap up issue. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess I expected a little bit more out of it. I mean, and I think what's happening is like, I'm going into this not caring about XRCon at all. Like I don't, they didn't, they didn't give him enough of like a, a backstory of a reason for being even now. It just feels like, Oh yeah. Like I'm going to destroy Cybertron. Why? Because I can, I mean, yeah, he's got a, 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 a in-story reason, but it's not, it just doesn't mesh with me. Um, but there were a lot of good moments in the book that I liked, like, you know, jump, like jump stream doing like the jump, like teleport jump kick thing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the moment that you mentioned where like Devastator is walking by and he's dwarfing everyone around him. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that's pretty badass. But that for me, that's all the book was a lot of interesting moments, but it didn't really push things along for me. If that makes sense. Yeah, I can also see that. Uh, Daryl, what were your thoughts on the book? Um, well, first, I really enjoyed the art. I thought the art was fantastic. Uh, you know, Jack did a great job, and the the coloring was uh, was really great. Um, the uh, the story, uh, I thought, you know, I I thought there was a little bit more action than than Mike's giving it credit for. The uh, I enjoyed some of the moments. Seeing seeing Devastator arrive was really great. Um, I I kind of hoped that uh, he would have you know maybe smashed some shit up when he arrived, but uh, he just kind of walked past like nothing's you know nothing's really happening. But you know, sure, yeah. Uh, so you know, I expect uh, a, a, an insane last issue of this mini. Uh, you know, just to just to see where it you know it goes, but, um, there was a lot of talking and that's, that's fine. Um, I'm worried that we've had these kind of, this, this group of ghosts hanging around Cyclonus the entire series. And this whole, this whole thing is going to end and we are not going to get any kind of explanation as to, um, you know, why he's being haunted by them. You know, um, we all, we know they're, they died. We, we know it's because of the, the threefold spark the first time around. Um, but why have they stuck to Cyclonus like this? Right. Why is yeah. he seeing them? Right. This kind of thing. I, I, I want to know the answers to that. Um, you know, nobody else sees ghosts. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's an awful lot to happen, and there are still an insane amount of pieces on the board. You know, there's way too much to 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 have, you know, to have kind of take place in, in the one last issue of this, and then the wrap up issue. Um, and yeah. So 
I don't know. I, I'm I'm not as optimistic as this at this thing the, as this series will will kind of hold the or or um will will stick the landing as as I was before, but uh, we'll see. Um, I don't know. I like the issue. I like the amount of, of action that was in it. It wasn't like insane, but it, the parts that were actiony, um, you know, did, uh, did enough. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do know. feel like it's, I think you're right. There, there's so many pieces kind of out there that we're not going to, this series is not going to wrap up enough. And they're just planning on that final wrap up issue to, to tie everything up. And I don't know if there's going to be enough pages, even though it's a bigger issue to do all that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I I hope they got it. Um, but I don't know. So, all right. Well, I guess we will see. Okay. That's our comic review. That's it. That's it for comic review. And we'll move on to media news. Oops. That's the wrong button. This week in media news, we have just two things to talk about. Uh, The first is a crossover uh, collaboration with, from transformers and the mobile game bang bang. Uh, we actually talked about this, ooh, when was it, uh, last year, I think during the summer of last year, when they introduced uh, a bunch of skins for the characters in Bang Bang. Uh, Bang Bang is a, um, is a MOBA game, so a, a multiplayer battle arena game. And they introduced uh, Prime, Megatron, and Bumblebee last year. Uh, and this time, they are bringing in Megatron, Starscream, Soundwave, Ravage, and Grimlock. Now, I haven't played uh, Bang Bang at all, and uh, there is a uh, a cinematic trailer uh, for this. And honestly, the, tra- the, the trailer is like two and a half minutes, and it is some superb animation. It looks beautiful. It's just this, this big kind of cinematic thing where the Transformers are fighting uh, with and alongside what I'm assuming are the, the Bang Bang characters. Uh, even if you don't play this game at all, Take a look at the, the trailer because it is uh, exceptionally well done. So it's definitely a good uh, two and a half minutes of your life. Uh, the second thing that I am going to talk about is that on the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, we have a potential cameo of Optimus Prime's leg. <laughs> Um, I have not seen the Rescue Rangers movie and I have not seen this clip, but I'm seeing a screenshot and it looks like the prime leg from the Bumblebee Bumblebee movie. I I have seen it and I can spoil everything about these cameos if you want. Um, I'm going to throw it to you then, Jeremy, because apparently you are much more well read than me. I I have not. Daryl and I both have kids. I have not seen it yet, but it is, it is on the list to see very soon. All right, so uh, there are two cameos. One, yes, you see Optimus Prime's leg, and it 
it does transform into kind of a roller skate mode with the appropriate sound. Uh, the other Transformers cameo, which is not in this news post here, uh, but Blaster in full G1 80s animation style is also in a, a scene of the movie. Just um, this movie is uh, much like a Who Frames Roger, Who Framed Roger Rabbit in terms of animation, live action mix, and tons of cameos. And I, I was surprised to see those and many other non-Disney owned uh, characters in, in here. Um, I know you've seen in the trailers, um, so it's not really a surprise, but ugly Sonic from the Sonic, the Hedgehog live action movie before they fixed the animation <laughs> is in it. So it, it is a lot of fun. I would recommend, you know, watching it if nothing else for the, the, um, the cameos and, um, Chip had the same lunchbox in elementary school that I did, the, the classic metal Knight Rider lunchbox, and that made me happy. Awesome. Mm. Uh, well, I would throw it to you folks, but I'm pretty certain neither of you plays Bang Bang, and we yeah. have just talked over the cameos on here, and we know who has watched it and who hasn't. So with that, I will throw it back to you guys, and that is it for Media News. All right. And uh, we will move on to convention news. All right. Uh, we have an update for TFCon Toronto, which is July 8th through 10th. And they have announced that Greg Berger is going to be attending. Uh, Greg Berger was the voice of Grimlock, Skyfire, Outback, and Long Haul in G1. Um, he has had a long in, uh, history in voice acting, and he is an awesome guy. So. If you're there, um, be sure to go and talk to him. He's he's just amazing. And then TF Nation has announced another guest. A TF Nation will be August 12th through 14th in the UK. And they have announced that Jack Lawrence, uh, artist on Lost Light, Transformers, uh, and My Little Pony crossover, Wreckers, Shred, and Circuits, and as we just reviewed, uh, Transformers Wars End. So, um he does great art uh, as we just, we just discussed and uh, I'm sure he'll have um, commissions and everything on his Twitter, um, but be able to, or be sure to check that out. If you're going to TF nation and um, go and say hi to Jack and, and buy some of his art. So that is all we got for convention news this week. Right on. All right. And, uh, well, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Uh, before we go, uh, we are going to do our Masterpiece Donatrion shoutouts and thank John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82 Thanks a lot, uh, guys, for helping us out and being a Donatrion at our highest level. Uh, you know, we love you, and uh, we really appreciate the assistance. So... If you wanted to join uh, John and Demon Tech at uh, the highest level, go ahead and uh, head over to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and you too can become a Donatrion over there. But uh, that's it. That's the show. Uh, thanks again, Mike, for helping out. And uh, where can uh, people find you over uh, on uh, the socials? 
Well, you can find me at Minervian, that's M-I-N-E-R-V-I-O-N on Instagram and Twitter. I haven't posted photography on there for quite a while, but I do intend on getting back into that over the summer. And then, of course, you can listen to my dulcet tones right here on the Transmissions Network and on Empire of Rust. Right on. All right. And uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, do you have a do you have a Twitter? I don't know. Do you do you do things uh, on Twitter? I, I do have a Twitter. I, I don't post super often, but uh, I'm trying to get back into it. Um, I, I do like to stir up a little bit of stuff with with you when you tag me and stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I am yakko.org on Twitter. That's Y-A-K-K-0-D-O-T-O-R-G. And yeah. Cool. I'll, pro- I'll probably be on Twitter more often than not over the next few weeks. So yeah, we'll see how that works out. Cool. Well, I'm looking to stir some shit up with you. Um, and uh, if you wanted to follow me on Twitter, I don't know why you would. I just post uh, random pictures of comic books and transformer toys and uh, you know, anything else that catches my fancy around here right now. It's the NHL playoffs right now and uh, going on and I'm, I'm posting crazy uh, goals and hits and all kinds of cool, crazy stuff that's happening in the playoffs and uh, yeah, loving some hockey right now. But uh, if you wanted to follow me, it's uh, at Cybertron beast and uh, that's it. Thanks a lot for listening and we will uh, catch you next time. Later. Hi. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, Go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.